this is Wild America. And people think, because they see me in this awesome 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge doing this awesome I'm Here to Argue podcast, that I am part owner of this luxurious Mobile Cigar Lounge, but I'm not. It is the one, the only DJ Kelvin, Calvin Moss. You all know him as the Cowboy Fan, Cowboy Man. But yes, for all occasions, uh, bachelor parties, baby showers, family reunions, cookouts, music events, you name it, man. The 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge can give you a look like no other, and it can bring something else to the table. So check them out on Facebook, on Instagram, on my page. Get with them. Book them. It's all kinds of specials that go with this, man. And you know my favorite saying, you don't have to go to the cigar bar when the cigar bar can come to you. So get your drinks, get your sticks, get in the mix, and it's all good, baby, baby. Thank you for checking out the I'm Here to Argue podcast. And you know what I love to do. Cats, dogs, frogs, and hogs. I'm here to argue with all y'all in the 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge. Where it goes down. Wild America. That's me. I went to Texas, snitch the chain out the chainsaw. Wild, everything I spit gotta remain wrong. I sip the crack in the Liberty Bell. I pissed the devil off, told him I was freezing in hell. Ow! Did he say my, my, my girl? He can't. He had him. What? Yeah, he had him the last couple of times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Children. Boys and girls around the world, cats, dogs, frogs, and hogs. I'm here to argue with all of y'all. Here I go. I do my thing. I'm excited. We got nothing but melanin, beautiful queens in the 927 mobile lounge today. You know how we get down. Top flight, top flight. We got the 312 torpedoes, Maduro's going on. We got love. We getting ready to talk. I'm getting ready to have a good time. This is part two of colorism, and I just really it was a it was an eye opening conversation for me, and I need to uh, I just needed not closure, but I needed to dig a little bit deeper into this topic because a lot of guys, it's not that they don't know. I'm gonna say some don't care. Some just aren't aren't aware. And um, I need to know more. I need more. Um, I need more of this so that I know how I can combat it, how I can approach it, how I can make it, how I can make a difference, how I can even change my inner self with this because this is important. It's been important to women for a long time. And it's, it needs to be important to us men now, you know, don't just put everything on a woman's responsibility and just put the stuff on them. I get it. So y'all say, okay, she fold up the clothes, she cook, and I'm just going to watch her. You know, let's, 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 let's step up to the plate and, and fold up some clothes too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. So let's, uh, let's get it on. Let's start this. I want it. I want all the smoke, but I really want to do more than anything. 
is uh, listen and learn. And uh, here we go. I got my buddy with me. Um, me and her go back a good bit. Of course, she's one of my poet family. She's in. The, she's part of Pitch Black Poetry. She's been doing her thing. She's wrote some awesome books, which I've been lucky enough to read, and I love her books. Um, I mean, she's a great mother, great friend. She's a teacher. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to tell you all what school. If you know her, you know her, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So it's going down today. And uh, like I said, I want all the smoke. Uh, Mrs. Jordan Allison Suba. Did I say it right in the right order? It's the right order today. Okay, the right order today. Y'all heard it? It's the right order today. So at this time, tell me first of all, how you been doing? I have been doing well. Okay. I've okay. Been doing well. All right. You, and, and we talked about some books that you getting ready to drop. She get ready to do some poetry. We're going to shout out Wild Wings of Spartanburg. They starting to pop back up with the poetry again. It's been a while. The upstate need another poetry event, something like that. So we don't have to go to Greenville and spend our commerce. We can show some hometown love to our people, people that we know have fun, do what we do, and, uh, you know, and rock out with it. So, I mean, you prepared to do that? Yes. When the last yeah, time you right. did poetry in front of people? In front of people, I do it every Sunday at church. You do it every Sunday at church. Okay. Okay. I mean, in a different capacity. Ah, that's what I'll get ready to say. It's a different capacity, all it right. Is. See, the thing about like poetry, especially here, some people just don't get like the real powerful stuff. Sometimes, like with Spartanburg, I ain't trying to hate on Spartanburg folk, but this is true. Sometimes you can drop a bomb on them, right? And they just didn't get it. They don't. I hate when they just don't get that food. Like when you drop some real stuff and it's like, they didn't even move. They didn't even like, they just sat there and looked at you like the same way they were looking at you before you started the poem. Like, you know what? I'm going to make a, a poetry comeback. I'm going to throw that out there. It's been a while. Uh, I'm seeing my poetry friends like you get in here. Y'all work with me. I'm plugging this up because I do not want this podcast, the live part, to go out. I know they hear us good and clear on this one, but I want to make sure the live people, y'all going to be, oh, we missed it. What you say? I'm trying to make sure I got sale and I see this and I see everybody getting in here. But, um, you know, the poetry scene is that that opened up a lot of things in this town, a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, we really push poetry and it's like it's going away. But if it's slowly coming back, I want to be a part of that. But I mean, we were part of the movement, so you know what I'm saying. Let's 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 go. How many poems are you planning on? Are you prepared to do? At the event, <laughs> one. One. It's about three pages long. What? It's about three poems in one. How so you gonna do gonna that with the time limit? It's enough. I don't even know what the time limit see, is. See, I got to see. She she coming to win this thing. You come to win, you, you gotta have more than one poem. I have several, but I'm telling you, this one, this one is all it takes. It's all it's gonna take. I read it to her, to my niece over there. Shout out Keisha. I read it to my niece and my twin sister. And I I, 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 I forgot feel like you had a twin sister. Yes, What's her name? Ashley. I remember you had that. I remember it was a twin. Yes. I just forget like I remember y'all was twins. Like I really didn't know y'all twins. I thought y'all were just couple. Both y'all was like light skinned sisters, and I thought y'all was. 
I don't know. It was that dorm, and that was like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? And I'm going to say to everybody, I am going to discuss one of the episodes. We are going to discuss the dorm and riot. We're going to talk about that day. That was 25 years ago. That riot. That was the year before you got there, right? It had to be. because yeah, Man, a lot of people don't know about the dorm and riot. And me and the people that were part of that, <laughs> we need to get this. We need. Yeah, unfortunately, I was. But you got to understand, I get why some things happen that really happen. Like when you watch riots and stuff on TV, an uncontrollable outcome for something that people just don't know how to deal with it. Especially, this is young people. Now, young people in high school, I can get that. But when you see injustice or something happen in front of you and you can't do nothing about it, you break out and go into this. I'm not going to say this chaotic thing, but it's just an act of aggression because you weren't understood at that moment, heard, mistreated, whatever happened right there in front of you, you know, you just, you're just acting out. You know what I'm saying? If you saw her in front of you and you're walking down the street with her with the crutches and everything, what if she was just beaten in front of you unjustice wise or something just happened that was wrong and it made no sense at all. And you're and you witness that and you can't change it or with the powers that be that's supposed to be in control didn't did the absolute opposite of what they should have done. It's a buildup of that. Mm-hmm. And then one thing such as throwing an apple, an apple getting thrown into a crowd of people can ignite a riot. And that's really what started when I go into what happened that day. That race riot that started dormant, uh, it was an apple that they accused somebody of throwing. And that person didn't throw the apple. They was walking beside me the whole time. And uh, that person, uh, I haven't seen him in years. I caught, I ran into him. And uh, I ain't seen him since that day. And we're going to discuss, you know, what happened. He doesn't know what happened after he got arrested. All this. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. That is definitely going to happen. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait. So we have Miss Davies back. Miss Davies McBride is back, y'all, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, we love when people come back. Yes. And she brought a friend. What is your name, ma'am? Virginia Little. Virginia Little, where are you from? Greenville, South Carolina. Okay, so we got a Greenville. So we safe. You didn't bring nobody from Broome. <laughs> you didn't bring nobody from Gaffney. You knew you all right with me. You ain't done no wrong with mine. <laughs> when she bring your people from Anderson and Belton and all them, I had a good time with all of them. Now, you got some cool peoples with you. Now. You got some cool peoples. Well, um, I'm glad you're here. This is the I'm Here to Argue podcast, and we're going to have it out. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about everything, keep it 100, be yourself, be you, have fun. At the end of the day, I want them to learn about you, learn about us, and and say, I like how that person thinks, or I like how this person thinks. I don't. I can't stand whoever that is on the mic. I actually, hold on. Yes, I'm talking about Gaffney. <laughs> that was Pierre. That's, That's y'all boy. That's y'all Pierre. boy, Pierre. That ain't my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Spread and tea online like that too. He oh yeah, like that. he put all he put he all, the all the tea. Out there. Why he spill all the tea like that? I don't know why he tea. Mm-mm-mm. What do you say? Yeah. Okay. See, that's what I did when I it's still filming, but maybe it's my cord. Screw that. If it dies, we'll catch y'all. Y'all log in and catch this next week. Okay. So let's start off with this. 
what are I'm gonna go with my negatives, okay? I'm gonna start this off so I don't get caught in the moment and forget to say this, okay? I'm gonna I'm address my issues first. I would always say years ago, okay? Now, I always said, okay, I'm gonna be with somebody light skinned. I can't be with somebody dark skinned. This is what I said, because I'm gonna cheat on them with somebody that's light skinned. It came to, came to realize, this realization that nobody is safe in my mind at time, because when I look about it, if you are light skinned, I'm still going to cheat on you with somebody that's dark skin. But I don't know why in my mind, this was years ago. And I always thought this like, okay, maybe it's because my mother's of dark skin. My mother's the same complexion as her. Maybe I don't know. I didn't want any because in the early stage of my career, in my life, every time I had a dark skin girlfriend, I always told my mom. I got a girlfriend, mom. She dark skinned, just like you. I got a girlfriend, mom. She she dark, just like you. I don't know. Maybe that could play into it. That maybe I always went after at a younger age, dark skinned girls because my mother was. And as I got older, I don't know. Maybe I wanted the opposite of my mom's complaint. I don't know. But just being real, and I know it's not positive thinking, but it's you can't take back what you said years ago. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and I'm just wanting to be, I can't be real and call it and not be me. But when I look at this, okay, I'm not attracted to the Meghan Markles. I'm not attracted to the Paula Pattons. I'm not attracted to a lighter skinned girl that has mixed biracial features. That's like the, the thin lips in that. So, you know, as I, as I go with this, I mean, thank God, like I said, I, I see better now, but when I think about this, I've probably had more dark-skinned girlfriends and light-skinned girlfriends, but for so long, especially in college or different things, I said, if I'm with a dark-skinned girl, I said, I'm going to, if I'm at a drive-thru line or I'm somewhere and I see a lighter-skinned girl, I'm going to look at her, but as a man, we going to look at anything. That's appealing to our eye. Technically, we can't put a color. Somebody can be racist and not like black people. But a white man can still desire a black woman. I'm just being real. Like you can't a man can't really, you know, you know, I'm just saying they can say it's forbidden you tell, but they're gonna they're gonna do that. So I mean, I see this in my way, and I just, you know, wanted to go in and be like, you know what, I don't know what was the cause of that or my thinking was that, but as I see now, no relationship or complexion that I dated. If it was a white girl, she would be cheated on a black girl. If it's a black girl, she could have been cheated on by a white girl. She's just that there is no, I'm just being real. There was no boundary, but why did I feel this to say if I'm with a dark skinned girl, I'm going to be looking at a light skinned girl? Yeah, I said that. I said that. And uh, and all honesty, if I'm with a light skinned girl, I see that. That, that queen, that dark brown skinned sister that, that got it and is representing something that she's not. You know, you, women are beautiful in every single color, shape, size. Women are just gorgeous. Most beautifulest thing God made on earth as well. And the thing about African American women is the variety of them. Y'all have so many different varieties. Not every color has that variety. You know, you can say redhead, blonde, brunette you know but it ain't the same thing but i definitely wanted to bring my issues with this so um i think it's a bullshit way of thinking and i'm saying it here if 
guys thought like, or if you're young and you're thinking that, truth be told, there is no preference. You're you're lying to yourself when you look at that, unless you're one of the people that I want to ask you about to start this debate off. You got people who say, I'm light-skinned, I'm only dating light-skinned. Or I'm light-skinned and I'm only dating dark-skinned. What are your thoughts on somebody that's light-skinned that only says I'm only dating light-skinned? That bias has to come from somewhere. It has to come from somewhere. I'm the person that I don't discriminate. <laughs> White, black, light-skinned, dark-skinned, whatever. But I think that's just a bias. And that bias is a preference for or a prejudice against a certain person, place, thing, or idea. So that bias has to start somewhere. So if you're a, a light-skinned person who's only going to date light-skinned people, you have had to have some kind of experience in your house, at school, somewhere that makes you think that way. Because you're just not going to grow up and say, I'm only going to date light-skinned people. Something had to happen to trigger right. that thought for them to only want to date light-skinned people. I have a couple cousins who, only, who are light-skinned that only date dark-skinned women. It's the same thing. Period. Same I think thing. it's the same effect. There's something that happened. There's something that affected that something to make it feel like, okay, I want to make sure that I don't bring a light-skinned baby. I want to get my babies as dark. It's the opposite of how some try to go lighter. Some try to go darker, so something could affect that, and that was what I wanted to say. You know, what are what are your thoughts? What could make that happen? What could make somebody say, it, from example, from a woman's side of view, some friends or somebody you may know, what makes a, a, a lighter skinned girl, a woman, want to make sure that she bring a darker shade of baby every time? A bad experience with a light skinned man, mm. or a, a couple of bad experiences with light skinned men. Because a lot of times, if you, I was talking about this with my niece earlier, I kind of feel like those people who only date a certain color, like my cousins, for example, that only date dark-skinned women. I think that sometimes we think that light-skinned women are bougie or high-maintenance or something like that. There's this stereotype come with this, that, that comes with being of the lighter complexion. And so I think that because of that, mm this they, they get it in their minds that oh you know i have the stigma in my head already that somebody has told me and then i go and i experience it one or two times and so oh i'm not dating that type of woman anymore we do that all the time damn it's like if you have an experience with a certain type of food maybe your mom like when i was little my my um aunt used to always make us make us eat llama beans. I hate llama beans to this day because she would make me sit at the table and eat them, and I didn't eat them, so I would have to sleep at that table. Same thing. Got if you me. were in a relationship with somebody, let's just say light skin, and that light skin person is always what they say in the mirror, especially a man, and they be like, "Oh, he's he's y'all know how it is." Talk to me. I talked about Drake and all this stuff. Listen. Sometimes we think that these lighter skinned people, men and women alike, that they stay in the mirror or something like that, or they think they're superior, mm. or they think they look better, or they're high maintenance or something like that. And so we get this Ooh. all the time. We got the stereotype going on, and it and it sticks with us. Okay, who? I'm gonna ask you this, Devise. Do who cheats more, light skinned or dark skinned? All of them. Is there one specifically that's like, <laughs> is, it, is it a cold 
or a thing between women. No. So light skin and, dude, and, don't and cheat I on hate your that. Ass. I hate when people not. say that. You know, light skin or dark skin. You know, man or or, or female. You know, I, not, it's all the same. It's all the, the same. Board. Okay, y'all heard it here. It's all the same, then, y'all. So, fellas, if you hear that, it's all the same. There's no oh, stereotype. Geez. You agree? Yeah, you can be transparent and be cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Okay, that really, color has nothing to do with it. Okay. Absolutely. Men are dogs. Men are dogs. Okay. Now there, okay. there, there are memes. There are memes floating saying, you know, light light skinned men cheat more. I, I've seen some some memes about that, or, or dark skinned man would, would cheat on a woman, and I'm like, what, what does the skin color have to do with it? a man? I don't understand that. So one, so so one, so so if you had, if you were dating two, if you had the choice, you had two guys. I'm gonna throw this out and put the hot seat. You had to date. You had to date one or the other, and you had to put all your money on which one's not going to cheat on you. I, I, I can't take that gamble. I'm <laughs> I can't bet on that. I'm, just, I'm just trying to push. I'm trying to <laughs> get. I'll try it. my best. None of us are going to. No, there's no government to take that. I'm glad. No, y'all are standing on that, and I love that, and I think that's awesome. Yes, stand to that. They stick to that. That one color is not going to be more that's going to do that to you. That's awesome. That is awesome. Okay. Now, something she said a minute ago, can I address real quick? Yes, let's go. She said something about something, you know, if you, I have a preference. I do. Okay. I like darker skinned men, but I don't feel like, and this just might be personally, that it is something that derived from something that happened when I was younger. I just like, to, I just I am more physically attracted to a right. dark skin. But you're man. not gonna say I'm not gonna date a light skinned man. Um you that's your preference. I get your preference. That's like somebody saying they like somebody tall, they like somebody short, dark skinned man, that's your preference, but not your I don't talk to light skinned men. Right, right. Gotcha. I, okay. I have dated a light skinned man by man by accident. <laughs> that was a by accident. Was by accident. <laughs> I met him during the summer. He was dark skinned. We was out in the oh, you know, no. the <laughs> got we do get back a oh, right. right. yeah, couple of months, and I caught a look at him. I said, "Wait a minute, you <laughs> had snow come outside. What happened?" We stayed together for nine years. At least you so. stayed with him. I was like, <laughs> did you stay with by, him? By accident for nine years. By accident. By accident. Oh, that's all right. Ain't that a story? <laughs> Ain't that a, a story? Nine year accident. Nine year accident. That's all right. That's the best kind of accident. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Who is responsible for colorism? We are. No. I'd love to know. Colorism is a separation mechanism. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was that we have adopted. Right. It was placed in our community by people outside of our community in order to separate us, in order to control us. So we are we are semi responsible for it. I was getting ready to say because we accepted it. Mm-hmm. It was placed <laughs> in our. We didn't have to. Somebody else instilled it. We took it. So we are semi-responsible for it. Okay. Well, if my thing is, if if that is one of those things that happened to us, how do you explain the other cultures? Like I'm talking about Indian people, they have that same thing. You know what it means if they're dark skinned? It means they worked in the fields like, like like the Indian people over there, the darker skinned, 
they're they don't represent royalty to like Indians over there, like the darker skinned Indians. And then you have the lighter Indians who have wealth. Like they put they classified it through work too, but they didn't have you know, an English or, or a European settler to place that on them. I just think, I don't know. I just feel like every culture, if it is a shade of skin involved, they're going to place that on you. They're going to place that if, if a person put that on you or not. I just, I just personally feel like that. Like, you know, maybe it's because of darkness always meant, you know, darkness and light has always meant pure or good. Like in the Bible, just things we read, they always consider or put darkness in with evil. You know what I'm saying? So it's, if it's good and bad, like yin and yang and all that, it's it's always going to be there. It's just we just happen to get the bad end of it. That dark goes to evil. You know, I mean, that's my that's my take on it, because everybody didn't go through slavery the way we went through slavery and that plantation that some other countries adopted it. In another crazy ass way, and I want to know where did they? I would love to speak with any provider. How did y'all get colors? We know how we got it here, because we were dragged over here. You get what I'm saying? Because you in, in Africa in the settlement settlements and everything there was their colorism. Well, we were all in the sun, working, living in Africa. We all had tan. Could be brown, but you're gonna be tan. Our skin was built and made for that. So, where do you think it came from? The the what the colorism, colorism? period. Um, period. And 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 I was sitting here kind of piggybacking off of what Regina said. Um, when you have the the separation, where back in slavery you had the the house mm-hmm. Negro mm-hmm. and you had the field Negro. So the dark skinned person had to go out in the field and work hard and and, and just, you know, have that, that hard labor versus the light skinned person, you know, they're just serving, you know, not, not doing any hard labor. So I, I think they started way back then. Yeah. Um, how they separated us. And then as we from generation to generation, our mind is set thinking yeah, that that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, you know, light skinned people here, dark skinned people there. Okay. So, what if a person didn't just didn't believe in colorism? Period. Like the the the, the African American person, like it can be around them, but they don't see it, don't believe it. Would you say that person's blind, or that person is thinking different? If they just don't see it, because do, do we need to recognize it? Naive. Like, somebody, naive. okay, naive. <laughs> okay, naive. Gotcha. Just because you believe you don't believe in something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. gotcha. And just because you don't actually see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I don't see the air. <laughs> I can feel it. How can you heal colorism? How can you combat it? Well, one of my friends um, just get recently got married. And she married um, a Cuban man. And so when she was in Cuba, she had mentioned to me that they don't speak about color when they're talking about people in general. She said they would say things like, you see that man over there in the green shirt. Not we right. here will say, OK, you see that black girl right there with the with the ponytail 
or that black girl in the pink shirt or that white girl over there or that light-skinned girl right there or that dark-skinned girl mm -hmm. we speak using color because we've been taught to do that right yeah like like you were saying earlier you know i have this conversation with my students when we talk about african-american literature and african-american culture in the classroom and i said when it comes down to color and they knew nothing about the blue vein society and stuff and i learned about this kind of stuff um taking my african-american studies classes at upstate and it was interesting to me that they had these people whose model like i was saying the blue vein society their model was lighter and lighter every year why because you get lighter you're you're closer to that whiteness and y'all have heard that term white is right you know so that lighter term lighter and lighter every year they want it to be light they want it to be white because white represented everything that was good in the world wow and those privileges they can have by being lighter skin yeah okay that fairer skin okay and when i think about the movies that i've seen even uh, one of my favorite movies is called pride and prejudice um based on the book by jane austen and in the bbc version elizabeth is walking through this mud and she's going to see mr darcy and she's gotten brown by walking in the sun and the first thing that these white women comment on is her skin color oh she's gotten brown while she was out there you know she's looking a little dark and i'm over here like but now they want to get tan so i mean it's just you know that's interesting to me that the fairer skin was what we what was considered beautiful but now let me get in this tan in bed <laughs> and did you know we know that massa lusted after the women whether they were dark or not and i would joke with my students when we talked about this stuff i said i'm telling y'all right now i wouldn't have been in the field because i would have been in the house probably taking care of the kids teaching them feeding them cleaning the house or whatever because of my skin color i probably would have been the master's son's daughter or something like that because that's what what happened and they had a problem with the color but they didn't have a problem with the color when they came down to laying down with them so let me let me get off that soapbox okay <laughs> it might take it somewhere I'm, no hey you know what this this it no i'm about to take a break and we're going right back in because I'm, I'm gonna do my my shout outs and everything shout out to dub print life y'all know y'all coming with the shirts coming with the merch y'all know we got the vise mcbride her excellence with them good treats and that good drink that make you can't think all right you know we got the top flight cigars and of course we are chilling at the nine 27 mobile cigar lounge with we have miss allison we have the v's give me your last name because i'm calling you i need to make sure before i say ma'am mrs little and your niece what's your what's your last name you 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 missing you're missing here today you, you're not married yet you don't have kids yet <laughs> ma'am thank you for being here we coming right back It's your boy Wild America, and y'all know 
that I love to argue. But there is nothing cooler than wearing my I'm Here to Argue merch, my I'm Here to Argue podcast shirt when I'm out of public, McDonald's, anywhere that I frequently walk around. You know, people come, I love that shirt. What do you argue about? What's this? I love it. And where do I get my shirts from? Dub Print Life. Love, print, passion. If y'all don't know, family events, family reunions, church events, uh, big events, um, holla at them, dude. They got great turnaround, great prices, man. And you, you, they, can, they can print on anything. Bags, frisbees, whatever you need, get with them. 864-302-7566. And you also can hit them at the D-U-B-P-R-I-N-T-L-I-F-E.com. Dub Print Life. You know what it's about? Do business, let's network. And remember, I'm here to argue. Hello, I'm Devise McBride. I'm the owner of Her Excellence LLC Boutique. I specialize in women's clothing and accessories. I'm also a certified bartender, and I go by the name of Exotic Mixes Mobile Bartending. I'm also a pure romance consultant, and I have been doing this for 11 years, so deal with me. Y'all know what the topic is. Let's go over here. Is colorism, does it get easier as we get older? No. Okay. What do you think? Absolutely not. Absolutely not? No. Dude, my question is because we're aware of it, because we see it, we can see examples of it. So, or are we numb? Like, being used to it, not to it, like, I'm not going to say... It gets easier, but some things don't you become immune and you're aware of it. So you know how to maneuver around it. Absolutely. Yeah. But it definitely does not get easier. It doesn't get easier. You just grow numb and used to it. That's what it is. It's kind of like trauma. Mm-hmm. And we as black people have been traumatized. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Henry Louis Gates did even did a study on this. You know, the when the and scientists all over the world have... When you look at the brain of a traumatic somebody who's went through some trauma, it shrinks. It's 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 different. It's shaped differently. Wow. It's, it's like a shrinking. Um, and we know now, and Henry Louis Gates, he he found this out in some studies that he did that the trauma of slavery is passed down through the DNA. That's what I found very interesting that it's passed down through our DNA, and it's kind of like being like the trauma of losing my mother at an early age still has effect on me today mm-hmm. so our experiences and sometimes our experiences are passed through dna and we can't even remember them think about Damn. people who have been molested or something like that right. at a young age someone may not even remember it but something may happen and it triggers and it, it triggers yeah. it that's is that's what it is it's colorism is not going away now, because we acknowledge it, and like you were saying, kind of maneuver it, we we can do that. But we're so used to it now that when we do, when we come up, when it's we're confronted with it, I think it, as we get older, we can we can maneuver, we can weave through it. But we're we are we are numb. It's kind of automatic how we deal with it. 
And a lot of us, what we need to do is actually be conscious of it now. Instead of being numb, right. we need to start saying, okay, wait a minute, something's not right about this. Hold up. You know, my I saw my niece post on Facebook one time about, you know, she is the of the darker complexion. And, you know, people would call her ugly or whatever. And we always described her as, you know, our little chocolate drop. That's our beautiful one. My sister Janet, who raised me, that's my mom. Um, after my mom died, she raised me. She's the dark, the dark one. Okay. But she's a beautiful black. She's a beautiful black like you. She's beautiful. You're beautiful. She is gorgeous. But when she was younger, I'm a hundred percent sure she got picked on too. You know, that because we grew up, people think, I'm gonna go back to that doll stuff. We were considered ugly. Okay, black was ugly. Black is bad. Black is nappy hair. Black is is just a criminal. Those words were equated with the word black. Mm. Okay, and so fair skin, light skin, yellow, white, those words are created with more positive connotations, those additional associations that the word takes on. And so when we think about light skin, fair skin, we're always like, oh, that's that's beautiful. That's pretty. Yes. And black, oh, black is supposed to be dark, evil, and ugly. That's what that, that, and that's that brings just it around. That brings yeah. it back around to what 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 we're talking about. And that can be where this whole thing came from with light or white being a pure color, and that's that's it. I mean that that that's it's screwed up, but you know how do you put a okay I'm, okay let me ask you something. I'm painting a picture, okay. I'm painting a strong statement of racism and slavery. I'm doing a picture. My same painting, my artwork has a lighter skinned person in that picture. It's not as powerful as if it was a dark skin person. That's my opinion with artwork as a painter. If I show that slave picture of that person crying out, that aggression, and if I have that 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 baptized or that river or that or that slave person with the white cloth and she's crying or she's trying, if it's a light skin or a lighter skin, it's not as powerful. Because they think the lighter skinned people had it better because they were in the house. But that's not true. If you look at some of the slave narratives and there, if y'all don't know, there are slave narratives of people right here in South Carolina that you can find at the Library of Congress online. Because I've, I've, in my African-American literature class, we're going to read some from right here in Spartanburg. Okay. And there are women who were the house slaves. They, th they went through just as much trauma as the field slaves. They were raped. But some people will fight you left and right on they that. Will. That they did not go through that. They because say they don't you know like skin, you don't have a fight in the dog. Who are you to complain? You who are you to say anything? I mean, that's a big deal that we get. Honestly, as a as a I'm not gonna say as a man, as as in women. I'm glad we're able to have this talk right now, but and, I, they and don't I think y'all got a fight in the dog. I, they don't I, think y'all got a fight. That, like, like what kind of I mean, well, when I was younger, okay, yeah. the same they kind of dark skin guy. Remember, <laughs> the women in the house, they're more at risk. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why. So, yes, the master can go down there and find him one of them dark, beautiful women out there to go mess with. He but got if you one got one house. right in the house, yeah, why do you think the white women hated them in the yeah. house? 
that's hated right. them in the house because that's where their husbands were mm. most of the time. Wow. Because you can go right on, right on next door, and there she is. They were raped. They were they were treated like trash. And you know, if you got one friend, you know what they did. They sold their babies on down the, down to the neighbor somewhere down there. That's what they did. They okay. Did the women, and that's why those white women hated black women. They hated the women. Okay, their I hear you. Over there messing with them. Okay, but break break this down though. You remember the show Underground? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and and that lady was she was calling them shots, wasn't she? The one that he was sleeping with, mm-hmm. like some. I mean, I get it. She used the advantages and benefits of being that lady and moving some things, but at the same time, of her complexion, of what she do it, and when you still think about this, as a, if a dark skinned woman would still have some resentment towards her because she's using her body, she's using sex, she's manipulating the slave mass, and she's still living her best life. You know, I, 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 it comes around tenfold, like, Sounds you know. Sounds like fiction to me. Now, it does happen. She was calling the shot. She was, she was running. She had a small way because he wanted that thing. We got to remember a lot of that thing, fiction. I mean, I get that part, but, you know, but the thing is, that, 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 that thing got some power. You know what the, I'm saying? The it power got some power. Run the world. It, 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 it got some power, and he, you know, she going to give it to him, and it's, it's, he can take it or she can give it to him. That's two separate things, you know what I'm saying? And the way that they would use, like, she was like, what I'm going to say, it is fictional, but here's the thing about that show. It didn't just show the the process of just running away and, like, my was just running and hauling mm-hmm. ass on the field. Mm-hmm. It showed the whole setup, the maneuvering of keys to get to this part. I'm going to keep right. busy here. You go do this. It showed the whole set up to just run it required master strategy planning mm-hmm. almost Team like work. a ice of watching ocean 11 you know what i'm saying everything got to happen by pure you know by act of luck and act of god to make some things happen but you know i i agree if it's right in the house who's more likely to be assaulted who's more likely to get uh, i mean just slapped or beaten will probably still the outside because more they're gonna be mad more actual i'm working in this heat i'm gonna be hot i'm gonna be mad i'm gonna be more pissed off you know what i'm saying so i mean they're always gonna say this and they're not really gonna pay attention to the struggle or say that but light-skinned women do have something to complain and say about in those times i think what's the difference is white light-skinned women are more accepted or more desired on instagram and on things like that Dark-skinned women are still going through the same thing versus light-skinned women in the 60s, 70s, 50s would use that. I had to fight. I had to get my ass whooped. They cut my hair. They did this. They 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 tried to make me darker. They did this and that, and they were traumatized. Mm-hmm. But that was years ago. So now it's a new. I don't even know. It's kind of like saying, "What is your fight now?" You can have that trauma that you bring up, but it's like. Really, what is your fight now? I think that's what the the misunderstanding is. Y'all ain't got no fight now. Who then is the light skinned women? The light skin compared to the dark skinned woman fight now. It's it's a complete different battlefield. It's, it's it the fight is something I've heard my mom say for many years. I hear my niece say it. They are very very light complexed. 
when I was young, I, I really wanted to, I was, my color was associated to my mom's color, okay. but I really wanted to be associated to my dad's color because my mom was always mistook for white. Okay. So her thing was always, I'm not black enough for the black folks. And right. I'm not right. white enough right. for the white folks. So where do I fit? So when I go here to the black people, right. they're saying, you ain't got a job, you ain't this, you ain't that. And then you go to the two, yeah, they're bringing and so now i'm i'm here however i'm still discriminated against on like both sides on both sides right. so that's where where do where do you fit when when that's what you do that's the whole black sport in america <laughs> that's 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 that is that's that's a lot that's why i think you know when you watch earlier stuff and they would always depict that but it is still not the same as the the fight that a dark skinned woman has to deal with. Even though we we talked about it with education, the justice system, everything they're 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 fighting the same fight, even worse. But they're still at that same level of what they got to fight against. Where light skinned, they're not fighting now. Everybody's trying to have to me. They're trying to get the curly hair. They're trying to get that girl to bring. They're try. They're they're trying to get that versus dark skinned women they're still fighting that same damn fight the same fight well, we i mean to, well we need to stop trying to fight that well and start working together and yeah. letting people we need to stop looking at color period i mean we we period. are this and country's gonna do, to do that do. Yeah, that's not for black women but see black women that we we as women are always trying to fight against each other why are we in competition with each other anyway? you know what most Light of the time skin, it's over damn skin. man it's man. over damn man Listen, that beyonce song flawless oh. i would play that in class and look at you know the part where the the lady comes on and she started talking over it and she says why are we as women competing look it's good to compete for jobs I got to do some okay. gunshots. So I got to do some gunshots okay. for this guy right okay. here. I want y'all to know okay. who is here, y'all. Everybody that watch the podcast, when I say who this is, y'all already know the follow-up rest up. Bruce Wayne in the game. Mr. <laughs> Top Flight Cigar is in the building. You see what we having right now? We got the 312s right now. The torpedo already hit with the Maduro. I hit all the terminology. This is the cigar distributor. These are his cigars. He sponsored me with the cigar. And every now and then, he graces us with his presence, but he always makes sure his presence is always felt because he blessed me with the cigars. But my man made it through. Uh, we 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 doing uh, colorism part two, okay. and it's and and it's it's real, it's, it's, it's real, and we doing what we doing, and I mean you just rolled up here, I love it. You ain't have you're not even doing the product. Are you gonna partake in, in, in your fresh, mighty uh, product that you have here, sir? I think I've had two cigars today. <laughs> Let me ask you, not to get off subject. What's your limit for a day with cigars? I've never asked somebody. Have you ever asked somebody that? Like how many cigars does a person do a day? I was at a I was at a cigar symposium. Michael Jordan was speaking. Michael said something that literally scared me. Uh oh. Uh, born and raised in the church, bro. Don't let him scare me. I jumped out of helicopters for a living in the service. Fear is not something I really I really rock with. But Mike scared me. What did MJ say? When he said on an average day I smoke six to 
six to eight cigars. No damn way. I said, bro, that's a cigar every two hours during your waking time. He doing a hundred dollar cigars a pop too, but that's Michael Jordan, but yeah. still. Yeah. Wow. Mike sticks go, go from anywhere between 90 and 150, depending on what he's smoking. Today. Right. You know, um, he says six, bro. Six. How long does his, how, how long does his cigars like, what is that? Google it. His cigars are about the size of my Bruce Wayne. Yes. Um, that's a big cigar. So that's, that's like a 45 minute smoke. Um, Mike on mm. the golf course, he'll stretch it an hour. But when Mike puts out one stick, I mean, he's chain smoking cigars. Get the hell out of here! Jeez. Jeez. And his will make you. I get you. Them things make you feel real good too. Sometimes well, Mike's, uh, Mike's a real, real Cubans. They're actually made in Cuba. I don't have them. They make you feel so good. Yeah. I can't even lie. I hit one of them yeah. Cubans, and somebody going there, and they can get one across. You like, you just be hitting one of those. You just start looking at the smoke. Really, I'm broken with a new deal. So the new set, the new set of top flight. Cigars that hit the market late November, December, going forward, uh, uh, the bulk of them are going to be Cuban seed and Cuban wow. soil. Uh, long story behind that. Go back to Castro and running people out of the country and all. But yeah, six sticks a day, bro. I have a I have a three stick maximum, not a limit. Three stick maximum. I don't care what time of the day it is. Mm-hmm. When I hit three sticks, I'm done. Three sticks. That's it. Man, two is mine. Two is mine. On the average week, you're talking a seven day week, and I'm a cigar. I'm a cigar brand owner. I make and produce cigars, boss. On a seven day week, three six. If I get seven cigars in, something's wrong. Something's really wrong. Wow. With Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bruh, in a week's time. Yeah. I might do six. I do. I do one every week when I do the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah, save yeah. mine for the show. Yeah, because I'll have to be in a meeting or at a cigar function or, mm-hmm. or something's going on in order for me to smoke that regularly. Yeah. Typically. typically if you present, I'm, I'm with it. It's one stick a day. Yeah. And there are several days I don't, I don't, I never gotcha. get around to smoking a cigar. Gotcha. I got a question for Davies. I can't wait to ask you this. And Allison, follow right after. Bruce Wayne, chime in. Yes, sir. If Barack Obama didn't have his features, and if he was not of that lighter skin, would he have been our president? Are you saying if Barack Obama was as dark as Flavor Flav, would he have been president? <laughs> if he was as dark as Flavor Flav. The answer to that, good sir, is no. I believe that. I, mean, I want to hear it. I want to, that's what this call. I'm here to argue. I'm here to argue. Um, the, the, the I just don't think they would have voted for is, is America as a whole, according to the uh, news I watch, the social media feeds I follow, the, the various research I do on my own, still is not very embracing concerning the black man. Yes. Uh, there are anomalies. You'll see your Denzels. You'll see your uh, uh, Will Smiths. You'll see your Kevin Hart's uh, brothers, brothers that are more dark complected than the average guy. Who, uh, who are doing well in the world. And that's a good thing. You see your Sean Puffy Combs, dark skin brother, mm-hmm. slowly approaching billionaire status if he's not already there. But let's not fool ourselves. These are anomalies. When you look historically at the brothers who have done well in America, whether that be your Julian Bond or the Colin Powell's or your Colin Powell's of the, uh, uh, of the industry. And let's be real. Will Smith is lighter than the average brother. You look at your Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. 
lighter mm -hmm. than the average brother. Mm -hmm. These success stories typically travel, especially when there's a lot of interaction with the with the with the white race. There are I don't want to throw all Caucasians in there because I have a whole lot of Latino friends who are very very Caucasian in complexion. But when your name is Hernandez and you speak with an accent, regardless of how you look, they treat you as a minority. You're mm -hmm. a, you're a Latino. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, my wife wrestles with it now. She used to be a a uh, manager at one of the local staples there in the Greenville market. And day in, day out, people would approach her thinking she was Nicaraguan or maybe Colombian or maybe Honduran. And uh, she was like, no, I, I don't. Pablo, I, I don't speak Spanish. Mm. And that was that was a culture shock for some of them. But she was received well at the store because of it. Okay. The just as capable. Dark skin sister simply did not get the same shot. Okay. Let's go. I I guess I disagree to a certain extent because I agree if uh if there's a second go around, if there's a second black person, but since Barack Obama, if he was darker. That was the first, and it's like us as a people were were so excited about that mm -hmm. being the first that I think that's what pushed, regardless of whatever he did or whatever he was promising to do or whatever, we were trying to make sure to get him in office. Right. So we showed up in droves. We People who were trying to prove, white people who were trying to prove that they were not racist they showed gotcha. up so i feel like regardless of what his shade was his his bone structure he was still going to get in on that first go right the now first go. i can go yeah. with that i can go with that I right now i feel like if a second person came in and they were dark and they were no yeah. it wouldn't See, happen I, I go with everything he said if it was this if it was a second person okay. on that first one he could have looked exactly like. I mean, I'm with you. He was gonna make I, that I happen. Disagree. But but I, but I'm gonna throw something out there. The fact that Hillary was a woman, they would rather an African American man be president. That's just the way the country is still fighting. Women are still fighting over those yeah. rights. It wasn't until like yeah. 1970s so for y'all to get to where y'all at. They would rather have a black man as president than have a woman be a president. That just shows mm -hmm. how. What women have to fight through that they're like, hell no, this country cannot be ready. And even if they were the reddest redneck in the world, they would rather a man be president than a woman. But that second part now, I'll, and I'll piggyback off this, when you look at his features and the world talks about being a melting pot and everything and we're coming together, he represented black and white. And they are quick, like a Tiger Woods or anybody has something mixed in them and something like that. They put that in there. They throw that in there. You get what I'm saying? If he was a darker man of darker skin and they had those 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 native features, they can't that that credit that they can put is not in there. They can't use it. He's he's had, because his features of his thin lips and everything like that, his ears and everything, they can take or want to claim or snap something that he. You know he's a he's a little bit of both. This country together, we are Mika. He's a little bit, and I think that helped him a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. If he hadn't, I think that if he had not been mixed, a lot of white people wouldn't have voted for him anyway. That's just my opinion. I agree. If he had not been mixed, and I don't think that if he was a darker shade, he would have got in there. That's just my personal opinion. 
whether he was a if he was a black light-skinned man i don't think he would have made it in the office because the I hate to say it, but we're going to say it because white people wouldn't have voted for them. Many of them. Unless they're the ones who were kind of like the abolitionists that helped out slavery. They would not have yes, voted you. for them. Especially In the white women. Why? Because they would have been afraid of them. Didn't matter how, how light-skinned he was. Our world says that black men are something to be afraid of. No matter what skin color they are. So those white women, especially if you go back and look at even Trump with Hillary, since we were talking about Hillary, white women voted for trump okay they voted for trump and we're over here like but you're women hillary's a woman why did you vote for trump because he's a white man and it's a white man's world and america was built for the white man and i tell my students and i look at them in their faces my white girls i say baby listen i got to tell you something that you might didn't know this world wasn't built this education system wasn't built for you. America is not for you. It was created for the white man. So when we look at the education system, when we look at jobs and stuff, they were not created for white women and black people, Hispanic women, Hispanic men. It wasn't. If you look at the infrastructure of America, even though it didn't belong to us in the first place, it was not created for us that's why our kids in school are not as successful testing wasn't created for us it was created for the white boy the white man okay Okay. so we go back to all of the trump and the oh the barack obama situation Mm -mm. no i'm I'm not i disagree with that he would he wouldn't have never made it in okay what do you think i don't think he would have and 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 I agree the fact yeah. that, that his mom you know a white you got woman, you got I mean you know, that, and that's so, that's what it looks like his black man the baby yeah, yeah. you still got that I, it's just the way our country is I'm sorry yeah. but let me ask you, how do you think white people view colorism from the outside looking in do they think do they know we have this internal thing with each other are they aware of it do you they they get excited off of them but anyway. <laughs> Oh, oh remember uh, that Saturday night last <laughs> kid with Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce's black. That's how it is for them. They shot do you, like do, what? Do you, do you think they, 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 do they, not, do they, are they aware of that we do it? They don't know? I, I, I don't think they're aware of it. They're, they're I, I, I think they, because it, it was on them in the first place, you know, all the other That blew my mind. When things got a little bad about two years ago, it's kind of like what this is to me. Okay, to have somebody that just wants to hear and just know, not asking, ignoring, acting like it doesn't exist, acting like being things that that wasn't gonna, you know, what's going on? What's the temperature? To know what's going on? How do we? 
working and watching this in the news every day, seeing you get like working there. He said, Jeff, like, you need to go have lunch. And we just, I just wonder what is it like working there? And we prepared him, like, we're going to give you 100%. Like, you asked, we're going to give you everything you need to know. And he can believe what was at stake or what we worked for. What we worked for, because, like, I was telling her with my place, with being at, at my job, how I'm the first African American male there, I had to let them know they never had to work to be like, if I mess this up, people of color will never get this chance again. If I mess this up, y'all can say, oh, we tried it, we did it. Mm-hmm. Nope, never again. We gave, we let one in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. got to know when you work there, you know, and we talked about like when we meet, when we go, when we at work, or how if we're all, we try not to all sit together. Because they may think, hey, we're going to sit here. So we'll, we space it out on purpose just to do that. You know the code. We're going to do that. You know, we're not going to. And we're in the kitchen talking. And we may be in the break room grabbing some food, fixing coffee. And somebody comes in, they tiptoe. No, come right in. Or they may not want to go in the door. Come on in here. Don't do that. Come on in. But really what blew his mind was black folks are the only people that said, we don't mess it up for the black folks. Never heard. He's never heard somebody white say, "If they mess something up, we don't mess it up for white folks. They ain't gonna never be able to let us in again. We don't mess it up for white folks. Nope, just never. Right. We never. are the only culture people never said a white that he heard. Double. He said, "I've never because we explained right. that at, we were at this convention center, this this coliseum, and it's these people here setting up for a big major convention. Probably about thirteen thousand people in attendance, and it's the setup crew that was setting up all the chairs and everything for convention." They was behind on it. They was just talking. They was just cutting a damn pool and not doing like to get ready for 13 something thousand people going here. And it was just off on time. They was messing up. And this girl was like, man, we don't mess it up for us. They ain't going to never let black folks in here. He's never heard somebody say white folks, Chinese, Mexican, ain't nobody will ever say we don't mess it up for us. Blew them away. That's all. He said, I've never, I said, he, he realized that this is what we, this is, we're working for to represent the rest. When we work, y'all see us, y'all see the rest of our people. Y'all see the rest of yep. we represent. All, when we mess something up or we do something good, then you'll give us another chance at that opportunity, this and that. But we are the only ones that we know we got to make it, we got to do it for, for the culture. For the y'all ain't got to do it for yep. the culture. No that, matter that, what you are. Yeah. No matter what shade, the colorism don't even come in when they start trying to tear down. Oh, this light skinned person came in. We let them in. Oh, now you messed up. No yep. the shade. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. 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 That's that's and that's a lot on our back. Yeah. It, it, it's that's a lot because because my old my old job I was like um I was in management and I went up the ladder quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like the youngest black female in that management position, and I went up the ladder all the way to higher man upper management like in like three or four years i skipped supervisor to program director to all that Mm -hmm. but and and for me and and i will admit it was it was hard on me because i was like oh i have to do my job this your boy tyson collins i'm coming to you from la fashions at 141 South Main Street in Woodruff, South Carolina. The number is 864-670-9054.
5-3. This is where I come whenever I want to be fly. Casket sharp. Casket sharp. You know that. And we I know that going in. Fight we know that. To do my job. We know that. Going in. We know that. We know that. And we got to worry about not just that what's going on, but we got to. We still got to go after. We got to deal with our own people. We got to deal with our people in the outside. We got to deal with everybody coming in. Now you know what I'm saying. Now that you know, it's weird, but it's it's a lot placed on us, and that's that's the absolute truth. It mm-hmm. sucks, but that was a great moment for me to be able to just let them know, like, you know, this is, you hired us here. We got to cover you because you hired us. We said 100%. We got your back more than anybody else is going to have your back Mm -hmm. because you gave us. So he was like, you know what I'm saying? We look at it like when we do our job, we go, we got to do, we got to do this. We can't have fun that we can share the chat. We can do our thing, but how some people can step back have a little bit more fun, laugh a little louder in the main hall or do this and that. You know what I'm saying? They get to do that. They can they can hold back. They can not go 100 from bell to bell. But us, we got to go and give it 100 and we got to make sure because you hired us, we got to we we got we got to have you covered. Mm-hmm. And that was that was real, but just to just to have somebody listen to you and break that down for somebody that made that that meant the world to me just to be able to express myself let them know this is what it's like to work here mm-hmm. and that's so it was it was an experience but if ceos or people listening you need to do that take your people out and find out what is it like to work and be an african because he said i can't understand there's no way i can know and this and that, but I just want to hear. I just want to listen. Sometimes that's all you got. You can't change the world like we told him. He can't affect what's going on, but the fact that you care a little bit to know how we feel meant everything. Meant everything for a CEO to take me out to do that. I mean, that's that's that, that was that was it. Um, I want to talk about with entertainment colorism. Okay, Adris Elba somehow he gets everybody because he's peeled, white, black. Everybody want you know what I'm saying. He gets he gets he gets a very special pass. But you know they what? want him to be James because he got that he got that accent. He's British. He ain't American. He's not African American. Yeah. He yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. His name is Adris. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But here's the thing. He's desirable. Okay. But. When you go as a, as a, as a you know what's the past couple got with John Legend that got the most sexiest Dries got it, uh you know most of the time it was a, a Brad Pitt character, George Clooney character, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Where does Jason Momoa fit in? Where y'all claiming him at? Where y'all claiming him at? In, in my he is, but you know what? I mean, he has long hair. A great body. Great body, tall, deep voice, all that other good stuff. Yeah. His his woman likes skin. 
Lisa Bonet. What? Where are we gonna go? With? What, what? Where are we claiming? Is are we just say, gonna say Lisa Bonet is just weird? She's just there. She's just weird. She's just there. She just <laughs> She's is. different though. She's she so different. Is. She's so damn different. She's so different. I didn't like. I I really didn't mess with Alicia Keys. I think she's talented, but I think because she's mixed, she gets a lot of go, a lot of a lot of okay. Like she's it's doing something, they blow it way out of proportion that she can sing way more. Like I just think it's her image. Like she came at the right. Okay, I'm gonna throw the story. A lot of people don't know this. Olivia, that was with G Unit, right? You gotta understand her story. She before she went to G Unit. She was winning gospel contests and things like that. She could sing. Clive Davis, she was with him. He wanted her, because she was a browner skin, to be a hood rat, a street type look. That wasn't her image. They turned around and gave her whole gimmick to Alicia Keys. Research this. Olivia can really sing. The girl can blow. The girl is talented. They wanted to go in a different direction. They would not use her stuff at all. So 50 was able to go ahead and put on her wing, made her the girl in GU. But everything that was Alicia Keys was originally set up for Olivia. She never got that opportunity. Think about how many artists that they've done that to. You know what I'm saying? And people really won't notice, but Olivia can blow. She can blow. They'll never know. So here we go with NDRE and Beyonce. Beyonce is a hell of an entertainer, hell of a dancer, mm-hmm. but she's not a better songwriter than NDRE. NDRE plays her. NDRE is amazing, just super talented. But, you know, at that time when those awards and all these things happen, like just look at our culture that likes, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to bump you ahead of. We're going to bump you ahead of this. Bump they got town. Bump that is more real. Bump that they did all this. This is just like the, the, the chitlin struts or the cotton clubs, okay? Entertainment, the new cotton club, is leeway and more exposure, and we're going to do more than this. They can't keep you out the clubs like they used to, but there's a new cotton club. Would you agree? Yeah. Because yeah. the cotton clubs, you know, you had to be light-skinned mm-hmm. to perform yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had to be light-skinned. Now it's like, okay. Uh-huh. I believe there's a new cotton club as well as I believe there's a new chitlin circuit. I believe that there are certain areas of America where where certain artists simply don't get the mass approval, the mass acceptance that other artists do. And it has a lot to do, not so much, well, it has everything to do with colorism. Cause let's be real. A lot of a lot of the I've yet to see a light skinned thug rapper. I'm waiting on one to come out. Um, mm. Drake, he's not thug. He's not thug. He's not thug about Drake. Ain't nothing thug about Drake. No, Drake though will put out a radio friendly version of his album. <laughs> Future refuses to. Mm. Who's the big artist? Boosie refuses to. Who's the big artist? Explain to me why the old rap applies. Been around 20, 25 years now. Plies still makes over a million a year in four markets. Detroit, Oakland Bay Area, 
South Florida, mm -hmm. Atlanta. Mm -hmm. He's not received anywhere else. He's not where you received. need to be received. He's not even received in L.A. I was going to say, you want to be, York. if you ain't received in L.A., you, you don't have a chance. You can go to it, but you got to go through L.A. You have to go because your music awards, your music stuff, you yeah. have to go. A lot of people, if you're in New York, like I said, Biggie couldn't deny. He still had to go to L.A. It didn't matter beef or not. You have to go to L.A. Yeah. You can't do it if you don't. Yeah. At that time, especially then. Tupac, I get it. He had a he had a reason. I mean, somebody get you out of prison and sign you to deal, walk you out in there. But you gotta go through LA. Yeah. And what you're saying is right because if you keep it 100, think about all the comedians and the ones who get these movies. Yeah. Okay. They're going through that dance. They're not saying what they they they're they're playing the game. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. if you a real one, you're not gonna get the exposure. If you're not willing to be that puppet. That non-threatening puppet that they can keep you in that pocket and you ain't gonna overstep and say what you're gonna say. They'll give you the movies, but you can't, you can't, you can't attack, you can't bite the hand at feet. Fact. Well, I want to ask you this, and I'm gonna get off of coloring because you know I keep my deck of cards on me. She know what cards I'm talking about. I have some fun cards for you. Let's talk about Halloween real quick. This is going to be my thing. I'm going from colorism to Halloween. We're about to put our costumes on now. <laughs> it's Halloween. Break this myth down. I believe in this 100%. The only time that a woman can dress up and be and dress like a harlot <laughs> and not be judged. That woman can be a harlot. You should see my outfit for Halloween. Thou can dress like a harlot and not be thou called anything. I love that day. Is some women been waiting all year to dress like thou harlot? I thought that was every Friday, Saturday night. Oh, no. Can you do that? My sister and I are dressing in cosplay. We're oh, anime really? fans. We've got schoolgirl costumes, nurse costumes, maid costumes. So this year, Miss. I'm going to be uh, either the school girl instead of the teacher this time. Okay, okay, or, okay. Okay, so 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 <laughs> let me let me break this down. You can take any uh what's the word? You're a teacher. What's the word anytime you are a person of doing some action so you can be the teacher, preacher, student. What is the act of the er like you're that you're that person, you're that you're that title, okay? What I'm getting at is uh, whatever you are, you can put slut teacher, slut nurse, <laughs> slut, slut, uh, slut, whatever. I'm, I'm being real. I'm being real. You can be that and put uh, sexy teacher, sexy nurse, sexy doctor, sexy dentist, sexy pilgrim, sexy devil. You can do, you can do anything you want on Halloween, and that woman. <laughs> That woman is not called a harlot that day. <laughs> she will not wear the scarlet letter the day after either. <laughs> what is? Let me ask you this. Do you agree? Okay, I've never you can't get mad, you can't call nobody slut on Halloween. That's all I'm gonna say. You can't, no matter what they got on. It's some girls who they don't dress, they cover 100 percent of their body up every day of the year. But that day, <laughs> she is dressed as a harlot. <laughs> and she's gonna live her best day. And after that day. She was not judged by the 
clothes that she wore on Halloween. She was no longer a harlot after that day. Do you agree? I believe it 100%. Because I've been seeing some people I know. I can't believe what they wear on Halloween. They did it. They've been waiting on Halloween. I ain't never seen nobody call somebody a slut on Halloween. What you wear Halloween? Not out loud onto their face. Well, that day. <laughs> they may be one after that. You, If you won before that day and mm-hmm. after that day, on which, but that day, when you go to that Halloween party and you dress mm-hmm. as whatever you want to be, vampire, witch. Sexy zombie. Dude, they, they probably move the most uh, fishnet pantyhose <laughs> period on, on Halloween. I'm being real. You can't talk like. What, what you gonna be Halloween? Can already, you say it? I already you told you what I was gonna be. Say it again. I'm addressing cosplay and I'm gonna be the student instead of the teacher. Uh, the student? <laughs> what kind of student? A sexy yeah, student. Gonna, <laughs> gonna be a sexy student. You ain't gonna just be a student. You're gonna be a sexy student. What are you gonna be? I have my schoolgirl out there. See, see, we're gonna be what are you gonna be? with the hip with the leg and all. I'm gonna have it propped up. I ain't gonna you ain't gonna Halloween. do nothing on Halloween. What about you? You ain't dressing up. See, people say they ain't dressing up, but then you pop out and see them. She can get the main costume, yeah, yeah. Bruce Wayne, what you doing? you going, I know you got an event, I know you got an event. That's what I'm going with you. You got in a bit. You got a cigar bit that day. I do. I do. Um, I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to be Bruce Wayne, man. The black <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to look like whatever Bruce Wayne appears to be on Batman outside of the Batman costume. Okay. Bro, I'm going to be suited and boot. Okay. I feel you. I, I feel you soon. I'll probably break the gators out. I don't know what I'm going to be. Top flight, top flight. Guys can do any kind of thing and get away with it. I want to be like one of those old Renaissance men do it, with the white wig, like the <laughs> dude, the hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. I want to be like that nobleman. And I just want to crash a bunch of Halloween parties and argue that night. You know what? You know what? If I went rock star, I would have wore like some of my niece's pants or like some, some oh, real tight pants with the fishnet shirt and the wig and go out there. I don't... My man said my niece's Yeah, I mean, you gotta wear like some some nut hugger that's just tight. You know, oh just go, gosh. you know, go as skinny as you just till it stretch and like it, it's gonna pop off. I might do like real rock, like Rick James, like like fishnet, fishnet shirt. Like what's my man name with the Jerry curl? He used to hang out with Prince, not Boney, but the guy you know. Morrison. No, not Morris. He he was a dude. I can't. His name was no. I'm a fool. Just that dude. He had the mustache. He had the Jerry curl. Uh, I can't fool. He Mickey. He used to roll with the with, with, with your free. Yes. I want to roll. If you need to, if, if anything that look like somebody that'll be walking behind Prince, yeah, I can go that route with the Jerry curl <laughs> and that yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah, you Make got to go. Well, yeah. his name might have been. I'm, I'm gonna pull any of them dudes. You'll see them dudes. He was something else. Okay, so I always gotta ask where where do you go? Already, I know where she like to go. Where do you go out to eat? You and your sister, you and your family, you and your friends. Where y'all step out to and go to when you go out? 
on a Friday night. And you don't want to be around your students, so I can't really say. Just say where oh, you. No, they they know where I go every week. I'm, I'm I just go downtown. What's your spot downtown? Monsoon. Everybody, you're like the third person who's probably can't say monsoon. monsoon. I ate there today. I try to eat there at least once a week. She the third person. Fox said monsoon. Oh, yeah. Fox oh, I'm a that. ramen girl. Fox, Fox now loves love monsoon. Lady. I love ramen. So. He loves it. Do you do faux? No, you I don't eat like I don't eat faux. I try. I'm trying to get into it. You faux got is it. not rich enough for me. I like a rich broth, and faux to me is healthier it and is. lighter broth. I want to eat that thick, rich. That you can't see the bottom of it. If you yes. can see the bottom of it, it's too light. That's right. Where, where, where do you go out and eat at? Um, I like to cook. You like to cook, but if you got to go out, like y'all stepping out. You in the leg and everything. You got to go ahead and put, 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 put the pretty legs on it. Put that leg out and wear it, walk it like it, you know. Um, was that we went? Yard house? Yard house? Yeah. 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 Yard house got a real nice leg. You know what? They got some kind of purple ketchup there. I swear to God, it's called uh, raspberry ketchup or something like that. I went out there not that long. If I see something weird on the menu, I'm going to grab it. That's my thing. You show me something weird on the menu, I say, I got to have it. I'm I'm gonna shout out a spot I went to that new spot in Duncan. You saw where I posted up uh, Route 290. Man, they got pepper jack cheese grits. Changed my life the other day. Pepper jack cheese grits. It was hitting. It was all that. Y'all stop through there. Try to try to pepper jack cheese grit. Tell them I sent you. Um, what is what's your favorite city to visit? <laughs> When you what's the last vacation you went on? Florida. You ain't gotta say who or where, just wait for who or where <laughs> Florida. What part? Uh yeah. Kissimmee. Kissimmee? That's Over there near. with Disney and all yeah. Near, near yeah, I know where you at. I know exactly where they got the good rental houses down there. Y'all was there. Nice Y'all was living resorts. good. Y'all was living good out there. Nice resorts. My sister has two timeshares. Your sister do. Hook a brother up. <laughs> You know what, man? Nothing's nice too in Virginia. Okay, how many of y'all ever been got on that timeshare thing? Did y'all, if anybody ever went there, like when you go to like Pigeon Forge or anywhere, and they ask you to go sit over here. Mm-hmm. I do. Y'all, y'all did what? Y'all got the money. The money and the tickets and all that. Look at you! Look at you! Look at, you did it. I, I signed up for it, and I didn't get. You didn't get no money. No. They be like, "We'll oh, buy we you breakfast. We'll give you a hundred dollars if you got hundred dollar vouchers for the resort." We got discount tickets to go to any of the um theme parks. I always do them things and get the money, get Visa cards, credit cards, all that stuff. I do one every time we go to Florida. Dude, I don't know how. I mean, that's crazy. But no, I be seeing they be working their magic on it. They be trying. Them some right they do. The you got to be strong right too. You got to be really strong. To say no, you have to say no. They ain't gonna take that no. Like if it's your they last don't. day, like, hey man, what she be like? He be like, what time y'all leaving? We leave it at nine o'clock. I do you one better. I do you one better. Instead of this fifteen thousand, how about uh twelve thousand? That's all you have to pay. They man, they them dudes, they them knocked dudes. it down to from twelve to six thousand for us one time. I said, you know what? No, because the extra fifty sixty dollars a month, jokers. I could put that on the bill. Them jokers ain't nothing to play with. I got I got to put some muscle on them. I'm gonna tell y'all what I did this week. I was doing a service project, some community service, just giving back to the community, y'all. And y'all break this down. I really want to hear what y'all got to say about this. This is how I'm gonna talk about my people, not 
black people, not white people, people in my country. Free car wash. Free. Okay, you seen the picture? I don't know if y'all saw on Facebook. Yeah, I, I posted it. Free car wash. Not asking for a donation. I'm talking free. People are afraid when you say something free, they still think you're going to get them, right? <laughs> so I'm standing there with a sign on Main Street saying free car wash. Arrow pointing this way. The folks who didn't turn in there, you trying to tell me you'd rather drive in a dirty car than get a free car wash. I wanted to come. I think I was going to say that I didn't see that earlier. Break that down. <laughs> What's up with our people, my brothers and sisters in this country? Why? When you got to think about it too. Like, I really want to turn over there. I ain't, they ain't going to get me something. Even if they looking and they looking like I'm not. It, it gave me humbleness to see what the homeless people feel like with a sign asking for something. <laughs> But I'm doing the opposite. I got a sign, and I'm telling you, I'm giving you a free car wash, and you still don't want to look at me at the stop sign. Let's go. Weigh in. What's up with your people? I'm asking you what's wrong with them, not what happened. Tell me what's wrong with them. It's because they think that everything comes with a cost. You know, kind of like those commercials about medicine and have all them side effects. It's like free, but you got to come in. You got to listen to this timeshare thing. You know, that's how it is. It's like a timeshare. They say, oh, well, you do this free 90 minutes. It ain't free. It's taking 90 minutes. And then we're going to give you this free hundred. I know if you, I got to work for something. That's what they think it's about. They thought that there was going to be a catch. That's why they didn't yeah. come. Because I was like, if Jim say it's free, I wanted to come. I was like, well, I think I was like at work or something or in the I bed. Or, I don't later. know. I was like, I was like, free car washing my car dirty too. I would have came. Dude, imagine right that. I'm just talking about my car being dirty. Your car was dirty. dirty. People's car was dirty, and you gonna pass by free car? And some people, I mean, they were so grateful. They was praying and all kinds of stuff. Like, Thank you. I Thank saw that you. little lady all posted about getting that free car wash. Man, they were like, dude, they didn't ask because people thought it was a donation. Like y'all need to know we doing something for nothing. Something for nothing. They were like, oh man, that's really good that y'all do it. Like you know, that's what I mean. Sometimes they take the to do that, you gotta mm-hmm. humble yourself. You do yeah. like, man. We've had at my job. Don't let man. I went to the to the uh, y'all not gonna believe this, man. I went to the animal shelter as a service project and read the dogs. I didn't know they, dogs they like, read the dogs. They, like they read the dogs. Can't they see. got so many books, hundreds of books in there. You sit down, dog barking his ass off. Dog is just bark. smart. Dog <laughs> just barking. No one <laughs> And I'm just reading this book, and some of it just gets familiar with it, and like yeah. they need to hear. Uh, a person talk. I mean, <laughs> literally, yes. I thought it was Rabbits. crazy. I thought it was crazy, but no, you literally, mm-hmm. it's people that follow you, buddy. You read, it's a room full of books at the animal shelter. I challenge somebody on this podcast to go to the animal shelter and just volunteer just to read. Them. I would read to cats, not the dogs. Dude, them, you got them fair cats. I'll read to the cats. I'll read to the cats. I read to some dogs. I can check that on my bug list. I read the dogs for about an hour and a half. Almost, so I read to them dogs. Some dogs, they just sat there and looked at me like I was stupid. Some took a shit. Some pissed. You know what I'm saying? But I read to the dogs. My daughter used to read to her rabbits. And they would actually, if they were in one spot, they would hop up and they would lay down in front of the cage and listen to her read. They loved that. Wow. They loved it. Mm-hmm. It what was a really interesting. Animals, animals are very reading. smart. Yeah, they are. That's crazy. They are. What did that tell you? So why your people kept passing? Huh? Why your people kept passing me on the, the road? Freak, oh, why? <laughs> because it, every, like she said, everything comes. People think everything comes with a price, and they think that there's a catch to this, like free car wash, really. 
Because nine times out of ten, there is. Nine, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, a lot of times it is. You know, just it's a lot of stuff out there. They put out there, oh, discount this, discount right. that. And then and trust just me, like, man. for example, I, there's a medication prescription. That I don't want to say the company that you can give the code at the pharmacy and they give mm-hmm. you a discount. But it doesn't tell you that, there's, that by doing that code, they're selling your information for these people that can call yeah, your it's phone, all about these the marketers. Those, so yeah. when you getting all them calls on your phone and you wondering why are all these you know marketing people calling because you use that company to, I, to get your prescription. I get it. If you can sell a, a customer database, that's strong. That's strong as money. That's so, that's cash and gold if you got some names, but yeah. All right now, so get luck on this one. Let's go. Oh my god. Pull, pull. You can reach one off the middle, off the bottom, wherever you I'm want. I'm just gonna take the top. Okay, read it out there. Let's I like go. Those she hate these cards, y'all. Oh my God. Let's go. You find out that your significant other has been paying for new webcam chats with random people on the internet. Do you consider this cheating and explain? I'll, let me give y'all a story about something similar to this. So, and I hate to say this because this person has passed on, but... um. One of my uh let's I'm gonna say one of my exes had let's just say we broke up. Let's put it that way. So we try not to know who this is. Well, when I returned my cable equipment, there were hundreds of dollars of porn that I had to pay for that he had been watching on my direct TV box. Would I consider that cheating? I don't think that's cheating to me. So this paying for new, I mean, he could have paid me and I would Yeah. Right. Show me the money. Who pays for new? Right. I, I would have right. sent him some pics. Sexting. You could have went to a website for free. Free. Free ninety-nine paying. It's not cheating. That's to me. Um, that's cheating. It's disrespectful. He didn't tell cause, you cause he because he could have gave it to me. Yeah. Okay, I could have had those dollars <laughs> in my pocket. You know but, what I'm saying? But why was he keeping that? Why? He had to be ashamed of it. Because I mean, if he asked himself. me to watch it with him, then he must have thought it was wrong. Maybe it was what he was watching. He didn't want to see what he liked when he get that. Maybe way. it wasn't. I'm not going to. Hey. Oh, 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 Maybe it was. Sometimes a lot of times it's what they was watching. Real shit. Like sometimes. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what do you. Is like that, do you consider that cheating? I think it's cheating. I think it's cheating. If you know that your guy like to watch that stuff, that's fine. You get what I'm saying? If you know he like to watch it, like I don't want you to see what I'm looking at. That's, what I, that's my flavor today. And you know I'm watching it, you know. I get how your one girl said I watch it with him, but sometimes you just want to watch him. You know, y'all might be going through that time of the week or whatever. Like, all right, I know the shop closed. Let me go ahead and. But I'm with you. I grew up. But if he had to sneak behind it like that yeah, and not do yeah. it, if now, he's now open, like, big thing. when you go home and go to work and I'm still here, all right, I'm good. Like, I'm watching. Like, you know, I'm watching when you leave, right? But it's different. Like, if he just cold turkey acting like he ain't never watched, like, you had no idea he was watching for it at all. At all. Did you know? Because that's a, that's a, to run a bill I up, didn't that's a know, problem. and it was hundreds of dollars, and I didn't yeah. know. When you run so, up a bill like that, that's like a gambling problem. It is. That's similar to a gambling mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. Okay. Another one. Well, I mean, why not one of them? Because they're going to answer the next one. 
Oh, okay. That sounds better. Oh, what's the longest your significant other can say no to having sex before it starts affecting the relationship? And you have to explain it. Ooh, yeah, I'll like start that. first. I can talk about it though. Well, since I am the uh, the sexologist, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Um, Hold on. Don't answer that. Let me take this break. Okay. It's your boy, Wild America. And y'all know that I love to argue. But there is nothing cooler than wearing my I'm Here to Argue merch, my I'm Here to Argue podcast shirt when I'm out of public, McDonald's, anywhere that I frequently walk around. You know, people come, I love that shirt. What do you argue about? What's this? I love it. And where do I get my shirts from? Dub Print Life. Love, print, passion. If y'all don't know, family events, family reunions, church events, uh, big events, um, holla at them, dude. They got great turnaround. Great prices, man, and you, you, they, can, they can print on anything. Bags, frisbees, whatever you need, get with them. 864-302-7566. And you also can hit them at the D-U-B-P-R-I-N-T-L-I-F-E.com. Dub Print Life. You know what it's about? Do business. Let's network. And remember, I'm here to argue. This is Wild America, and people think, because they see me in this awesome 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge doing this awesome I'm Here to Argue podcast, that I am part owner of this luxurious Mobile Cigar Lounge, but I'm not. It is the one, the only, DJ Kelvin, Calvin Moss, you all know him as the Cowboy Fan, Cowboy Man, but yes, for all occasions, uh, bachelor parties, Baby showers, family reunions, cookouts, music events, you name it, man. The 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge can give you a look like no other, and it can bring something else to the table. So check them out on Facebook, on Instagram, on my page. Get with them. Book them. It's all kinds of specials that go with this, man. And you know my favorite saying, you don't have to go to the cigar bar when the cigar bar can come to you. So get your drinks, get your sticks, get in the mix, and it's all good, baby, baby. Thank you for checking out the I'm Here to Argue podcast, and you know what I love to do. Cats, dogs, frogs, and hogs, I'm here to argue with all y'all in the 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge, where it goes down. this one all right we back we just asked a great question you heard it if you didn't tune in or whatever going on now we in there let's go let's go for me i okay i was in a relationship for 18 years okay and it was a situation where it started off every day Mm -hmm. then it's it six seven years later it started off maybe three four times a week Mm -hmm. But towards the end of the relationship, yeah. it was probably about four months. What? It was about four months, and I 
some something ain't right. With something this. gotta be. Yeah. Either one. So, but 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 the longest he could go, being that at my age is <laughs> heightened. Yes. Um. A week. A week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got a week. At, yeah. After a week, I'm yeah, gonna start yeah, 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 week. People grab like, and everything. Right. I ain't gonna like, lie. Come on, I'm what's gonna, going on? I'm here? a little mad. At you. <laughs> I'm a little mad at you because you look at me and don't say nothing about it. Like you know, it's been a week, damn it. Yeah, so <laughs> don't act like it ain't a week. So like, like I'm like, waiting a week to like, the day. Like, like it's midnight. Like it's <laughs> officially a week. It's right here on the dot. It was eight o'clock. This thing a week, you know, <laughs> it's officially a week. So like, gotta... like my ex thing was, well, you know, I work all the time. I said, but you had time to do other things outside right. of work. Right. So that makes no sense. Okay. What about you? Depends on the living arrangement. If we live right there together in the same house, what? <laughs> A day or two. Like, wait, 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 what's wrong? I just walked past you completely naked and right. nothing. That's, that we, that's a problem. We ain't that's in the a house problem. together. That's different. But right. in the house, and we sleeping in the same bed together, and you ain't roll over, and mm-hmm. and then we just go we back just to like sleep footsie. or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a problem. There's right. there's a that is I can I can I can say a week is a week is. A week can start some grumpiness. <laughs> Definitely, it starts. And then, if yeah. you go on top of that grumpiness Arguments. for a week, then it's a problem. And then, if you make it the third week, that's 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 a bad day. That's a bad. It that's is. a bad month. I'm irritated by the end. Well, for my situation, it was different because when I met mine, he was celibate. Okay. So. For us, I'm with, like with you, start out a lot, mm-hmm. doing it, but he could actually go, he could go months. Now, me, personally, I'm with you. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm in the week range, but it had been three, four weeks, a month. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I would be, but I knew that he could go that long, but I couldn't. Yeah. That's a problem. He Somebody could, like because he, effect, though. That's the problem. Yeah, so he could he could do that. And if if, if be honest, it pissed me off because I'm like, but wait a minute. Maybe right. <laughs> halfway. You man. gotta you gotta understand that I understand that you can do those things, but as right. your partner, <laughs> right. wait a minute, I got needs too. Now some men don't think that women have the same desires and needs of them. And even early in our a history here in America and Europe and stuff, they did not think that women were sexual beings. They thought that yeah. they were created for the pleasures of men and that they didn't enjoy sex. The only reason why women enjoy sex because men acted like they were the only ones who could enjoy it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And women, we are very intimate creatures, most of us. I can't speak for all of us, but me, you gotta you gotta foreplay, you gotta talk to me. I have to be intimate with you up here before I can be intimate with you down there. So you oh, have yes. to turn on my mind. Yes. You gotta do a little touching, a little kissing, all that before you can't just go straight down. Because I'm gonna be over there like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like I, I, I don't get. And I've said that before. What are we doing here? I don't understand this. Okay. No matter how hard you work on that job, you better have something left over for me when you come home. Even if it's just you know, kiss my face, touch my arms, legs, thighs, caress me, something. But just go from A to B for me. I can't do that. That's just gotcha. me personally. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Well, I'd say as a guy and different guys, I got some guys, I don't know how. I got to give kudos to some of my friends. They don't they don't beat off at all. So I'm going to tell y'all this. But dude, get his rocks off. He might be a little attitude. A woman can feel it. You don't, you don't need something today. I can tell. You know what I'm saying? Guys be tripping like we got one. Man, I already don't bust mine earlier. Like, all right. I ain't going to make you for nothing. I'm good. One want to give him something. You be like, I'm good. Like, no, baby. You go ahead and go to sleep early at night. You know what I'm saying? Guys are some bullshit. We don't bust one already. We go. But like, yeah, I know you was tired. So go ahead and go to bed. You know what I'm saying? But oh, in all general, y'all know. And dudes like, hey, if a girl wants something, you know you already got weight. Like, yeah, this motherfucker don't know. Like, you get one with your chest and stroke, man. You don't beat off today, did you? <laughs> you, you, you? You took her off today? Like, shit. I'm not alive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But sometimes we can be thinking y'all not going to do that. And then y'all flip the switch and like, shit. Damn, she called me out. Like, you you, you, you midway in it. Did it, did it. <laughs> that's, that's fact. But I'm just saying. But guys, I mean, different dudes, um, different people. But I will tell you, man. I don't know how y'all can just act like y'all. I think that's what pisses a guy off. For some of y'all, just act like y'all can just go. Y'all don't need it. This whole my act like how I feel good. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't like off so well that y'all don't need it. No, I get angry. I'm like, wait a minute. It's like you know that those Snickers commercials. You. You hang, you, you get angry when you're hungry. You're hangry. Oh, that's how I am. Look, wait a minute. Ain't nothing right in here. If I ain't right, ain't nothing go, nothing goes right. Cause you're in the man. Like I can't focus. I can't grade these papers. I'm over here all agitated. That is. I'm man. like, come I, on. I, I lose you know what I'm focus. saying? The focus I, I, I is do. gone. But once mind. it's done, it's like I'm good. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Life is great. Life is good. Next day, that production is great. It is. Next one. A man is getting married and wants to invite his ex. His fiance refuses and says that if she attends, there will be no wedding. Is she overreacting? No. Let's go. Let's go, Miss Love. Yes, she is overreacting. I, I I would say that depending on what what the relationship I mean is because I, I I have an I have an ex that we're my my older kids dad and we're we're pretty tight so I mean I would invite him to my wedding you know because we're we're friends but it, it, but in any kind of way did he disrespect them or overstep his boundary with your current person that's I think that's really what can boil down Wait, a woman okay. can be okay with an ex being there but. What's the bad blood between them? Like, did they? There, there, there's absolute. Well, this other one is my ex, but I, um, there's no bad blood. Like, when the kids have, you know, birthday parties, when we have functions at the house, you know, he would come, you know, to to basically be with the kids, and it was fine. Yeah. You know, so I I think well, the I mean, for me, it depends on what that history is. Like, like, is she still trying to get with you? Or right, just, right. Because you know, guys don't see the move coming, guys. Because a woman can read it like, no, yeah, no, so, like, no, you just, no, you tripping, you thinking, no, that ain't how it is. I even said nine out of ten times, y'all women are right if they tell you no. Like, and the dudes be like, no, you overreacting. No, she cool. I'm a live testimony. Y'all right. Intuition. Y'all right. Just because I don't know the intentions <laughs> of it, I'm gonna say no. Because you just I never did. know. You have some people who seem like they may be cool, 
and then you put them in a certain situation damn, right, and, and hit the fan. Yeah, so damn. for me, like my sisters now wanted to invite one of my exes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, that's a no-go, period. Yeah. Because I don't know how that would have played out. And you're not about to ruin my special day. I'm sorry. Damn. We're just not going to do that. <laughs> so to keep everything kosher, cool, let's just not bring any of the exes. Just in right. case. Something just in case. Because <laughs> this heifer might just get drunk. Case. She might do she anything can. at the reception. She might be cool at the wedding. And then, and see, I don't really, I don't need my special day ruined by no foolery. Keep your exes where they belong. Back there. Yeah, the past. Yeah, the I past. think so. I think go Let's ahead. Let's not do that. Even if they were friends, even if we go. cool. I got exes that. I'm cool with, but that doesn't mean I'm invite you to my wedding. Why they ain't in the wedding? Because they ain't worth the fuck out. <laughs> Your ass could have been Stay in the wedding, but your could ass have been the groom. Down the line, what you got to say? Like, if something gonna happen, it's gonna happen regardless. Whether it's at my wedding, where whether it's you know at a restaurant down the street, whether or not they meeting somewhere on the corner, right? Really the restaurant down the street, they, though. If if they're if he's, I have to trust him. I'm walking down the aisle with him. So I have to trust him. But it ain't the trust part, though. It's not ruining your, or just being some type of way. But he's saying, I'm inviting this person. Why? If I don't trust him enough to invite this person, then why am I walking down the aisle with him? If I don't trust that there's nothing there, oh, and he's dating and he's inviting them, then what is the point of me walking down the aisle with him? Okay, okay, okay but it's what, so why would they the invite them? I'm just saying, if they an ex, and that's a special day, if that person was so special, like a close friend, like why? Do you want to invite? And, and my thing is their purpose being there. I get what you're saying. Trust ain't not it. That's not a problem at all. But I'm saying as a, if you're a wife or if somebody, I want my ex to come. Why? You why get what I'm saying? Are y'all tight? Do y'all talk every day? Are y'all real close? Are you friends with the ex? Are y'all kicking it? Are y'all that close? That, you know, you want your special people and people to be there at a wedding. You get what I'm saying? Like you're paying for the meals, weddings, costs, and everything. If that person was that. I can see now going in, like, okay, I'm going to say this. If it's one of those, me and my ex, cool, we friends, and you do the relationship and everything, right. you know they cool, they're different. So and so come. You know what I'm saying? They may have somebody or be there, but nowadays, I'm and talking. That, and that I'm, was my situation. I'm talking, yeah. Yeah, right. where, where, where they, they were they like, cool. I'm, like I'm they, they would talk football, yes. talk about, you know, I mean, they, yes. they just sit and have fun. So I'm talking, I'm talking like messy, like, if they're not I'm like inviting that, my ex. That's what I'm saying. But that's, if so, I break down the car, they're like, they didn't tell you, they tell you, I want to invite my ex. Okay, bring on. But it's one of those, why you want to invite your ex? Like, all the, why you want to invite your ex? And you might trust him, but what about her? I ain't gotta trust. I don't her. trust. I don't I trust that trust that her. intent. But sometimes you don't know their intentions. She can act like she all buddy buddy with them, and she might just be waiting on yeah. her opportunity. And, and not all women are like that. I'm just yeah. being devil's but advocate. At the end of the day, but, if that is her intention, I still gotta look at him. I, it's my my I like problem. That. Ain't her that's intention. Like said, like she, I that's don't true. Have a, connection or covenant whatever with her if i don't have I a connection covenant with her she don't need to be in my wedding coming to the wedding okay i see you. she ain't gotta be I there with you. her you can send them gift or whatever say thank you kudos and all that but you ain't gotta be up there she with not come wrong my day because that is my control that's my con if she come ain't no way she gonna ruin my day unless i let her what if she don't day. like you 
She ain't gotta like me. If she don't like you, if she don't like my wife, she definitely ain't coming. Then that's on him. No, but I'm saying, if you don't like my wife, you ain't going my way. Think about it. If you don't like my wife, you like me, but you don't like my wife. You can't go my way. That's 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 in the butt. Like, why are you there? You know what I'm saying? You yeah. ain't respecting the person I'm with. You don't like them. Well, you ain't gotta go. You can tell me good luck and congratulations oh, now, now, from far down. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying if, if we cool and yeah. I like I know all right, that's all y'all cool. I'm with that. You respecting me because to have that friendship, like that means you respect that person's other who they about to marry. But mm-hmm. you ain't gonna just okay, like if they say, let's say in most cases, I'm gonna say in most men cases, okay. They ex, they cool with whatever they friend. And, you know, if they, if you ain't cool with them, if you, because that ain't how you want to start that marriage off over an ex being at your wit. You get yeah. what I'm saying? If I can go ahead and nip that in the butt, be like, you know what, man? Because there's so many people, you know, it's probably people that she wanted, but, you know, she ain't going because they don't know or they ain't respect me or they came at her sideways or any kind of thing like that. They don't need to be there. That yeah. That's a real easy no for me because. If if they was that person, okay, they just ain't gotta be. It. I just don't see, you know, if ex, if 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 you and her and us ain't already cool like that, and if you all been friends and you doing your wedding list, you say I want to invite my ex. Please, not this. I like your maturity about it though, because I get that. You know that that confidence and all of that. See, I ain't got that yet. I, I get it 100% to be like, you know, to trust another person. The other person really don't see that. Sometimes us guys, we don't see what y'all see. Y'all know it. Y'all can get it. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Just y'all see it way before we see it. Like, no, yeah. we really cool. Like you said, but that girl, you be like, man, she I don't already know I know. Because I'm going to let her know I see you. Yeah. I see you. I'm walking down this, but I see you, baby. Damn right. I feel you. No, that's 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 to the team. <laughs> you know me. I like that. I like that. But that's I do too. Your ass ain't got to be there then. I see your ass on goddamn Facebook Live watching mm-hmm. this shit. Come on, I put a show on Facebook. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? I do. <laughs> <laughs> A man doesn't want a woman to go through with a pregnancy. Later, he feels he shouldn't pay child support because she wanted the child and he didn't. Does he have a point? Wear a condom. That's crucial. I ain't even going to answer that. I want y'all to wear it. I ain't saying shit. He does not have a point. Wear a condom. You you lay down unprotected. So it's on you and it's on her. So, you know, just take it. That, take it for the next 18 years <laughs> just take it pay your due your due share I'm not a, I'm not a, a, an advocate for child support anyway I feel like there's a breakdown in communication if there's a child support thing there anyway yeah. so somewhere there needs to be some communication mm-hmm. and so yeah we communicated you don't want this you have a choice I'm giving you a choice to go ahead and do what you have to I know you said you didn't want this but it's here Make a man, man up, make a decision. We can to communicate and talk about this thing. Let's not make those folks make the decision for you. Right. Bottom line. Let's let's go ahead and make this good decision together. Cause we can have a conversation. Don't be stupid. Dude. <laughs> I, Please don't be stupid. I want to talk. I want communication first. I don't want them to have to see you. Damn. 
I don't want this one to have to see you behind them bars because you decided you didn't want to pay. Oh, I don't want, I don't want my that. child to have that stereotype in their Damn, life. I'm not saying for you to see this is what you putting in the shower. You say you didn't want you didn't want it. Oh well, it's done. Hey, I was in that situation. You, you didn't want to get fat either, but you did. <laughs> you ain't want to, you know. You and stuff happened. I think men don't understand that because I was in a situation like that where. Um, things yeah. happen. You have a baby, and I said, "Okay, as long as you take, help me out, take care, we I'm, good. Let's commute. Let's talk about this thing, you know." I'm gonna I'm throw something out here that I'm gonna ask, and guys need mm. to hear this question. This gonna sting them. This oh, gonna yeah. burn, but they need to get this. One. I need to hear. Well, I got three. Well, I got four women here, and I'm the only guy here. And just, just so they know, this is one of them things. It's a gut checker moment for men. You are with a woman for quite some time, okay? Damn it, I don't know how to get this out. Let me say this. You're with a woman for quite some time, okay? And all of a sudden, in the bedroom, she just stepped her game up. She got some, she doing some some, some things that, whoa, 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 hey, what is that? You don't learn some, you don't learn some, some you don't work, I don't know where this one, you pull this one out of the bag, this serpent. So... Does that mean she don't got some dick somewhere? If she comes out of nowhere and she doing something, all of a sudden it, the game that the game no went to to okay starter to hall of fame. Can I please say something? Can I please say something? It's like now, now you know what business I do. Yes, like I've I've had women that you know they they didn't know how to really you know please a man or 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 really go above and beyond and i would explain to them this is a great way to heighten it in the bedroom okay mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that they what do you mean heighten it i mean there's some i mean she learned them new tips or yeah. she just sat down and watched them um coins that you got paid <laughs> you know, she go, oh that's what he watched Oh, he want to do that? That's like, what he want to do. Do it. I mean, you can't just she go from zero. zero. You yeah. can't just go from zero to like or whatever. You just can't just snap it and click like Listen, that. Listen, you? when you come to my parties, <laughs> oh, you gonna go from zero, zero to that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we talking about these damn parties then. So, <laughs> so, hey, and she might have just been feeling her in some days, but we just feeling ourselves. And we feel like acting a little new, new. No, okay. Oh, so you can get a little be, new, new. It may be a situation where she feel like she about to lose you. Exactly. And she got to take her game up. Good that too. Exactly. That too. I'm about to lose him. He do. He's not doing as much. Damn, as he you said y'all women said y'all be testing. Yeah. Women <laughs> will. They know. All right. This. Uh, you know. Let me go ahead and tighten up on this right quick. Mm -hmm. yeah. Damn no. That's fucked up. I mean, just women, just y'all just run the world, dog. I'm sorry. We go, we start, women we got those critical thinking skills. Y'all know most of us right brain. <laughs> we, we're thinking about this thing now. Y'all think about too many, y'all got too many things y'all can see all at one time. But I would say this, man. I mean, um, you know, a lot of guys be like, man, if she did this or she don't figure that she start doing this and it don't went to this right here. So she don't got some dick. She don't got some new moves. She, somebody don't taught her something. And then y'all should go into the mindset of she think I'm doing something. Right. She think she about to lose me. So what's up? 
But if she giving you, never mind, I was going to say, if she giving you something, because sometimes if you know a dude ain't and you might lose him, would you give him some or would you get an attitude? Would you would you be a little standoffish like something ain't right? Yeah, so I'm I'm not that's either. what we do. That's how the relationship starts falling apart. Normally, because that's what we do. Instead of saying, okay, wait a minute, we don't turn that mirror back on ourselves and look and say, what am mm-hmm. I doing? Okay. What am I doing to... Or not doing. The right. What am I doing or not doing? Let let me try to fix instead of starting okay. an argument to tear down. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Let me dig deep. You get ready. You married to a guy. He, he let's say somehow, this ain't going to happen, but let's just say if you are paralyzed from the neck down, y'all happily in love, happily married, and he makes you happy, you make him happy mentally, you know, but without the physical, let, would you say, okay, you can get you a prostitute or I'll get you another woman, you know, if you're going to be paralyzed from the neck down for the rest of your life, that man don't want to leave you, he love you, would you arrange and be like, okay, we're going to go and get, you know, once a month or something like that, We, we, I, I, I'll hire you, I'll get you a chick, I'll get you a call girl, not no girl that we date, no chick, but like, would you arrange for him to get I'm selfish. Son. You will too. not go and be with her. That's what he wants to say. She still got a mouth, don't she? <laughs> she, she, got she still mouth. got a mouth. So it's not paralyzed. <laughs> I can't. My the care I'm supposed to have for him at some point. Come on. Oh not not if we in a, not if we no, married. I'm just her, but a, a lot of women don't if see you that. that's my I'm man or something like, like that, that's different. But you're not going to file. So what uh, if it was vice versa? Yeah, I was going to I would not. That's my not, wife was like, you just going to have to divorce I, me. I'm like, I don't want to divorce you. I'll ask her, I said, that's what I, I would not doing. divorce you. She was like, no, you're going to have to divorce me if you think. You're going to have to clean me, feed me. I'm paralyzed. I yeah. still need. So ain't no setting this guy up. If, we, they, if we together. And you paralyzed from the neck down. And, and, they, and that happens to me or to him. Now, if my if your law post the cover, then baby, you better be covering me. You just won't be get. You just won't get that. Jesus okay, Christ. because there are people that they have been in relationships for years who have upped their game with their intimacy. Intimacy is oh not just God, about sex. Yes, sex is important. Sex is very important. However, however, if you feel the need. That your needs, your physical, well, your sexual needs cannot be met. That you want to go outside he of your you relationship. Know. It's just physical at that moment. He loves Then I'm you. sorry. I, if, if my mouth's still working, I'm going to work that thing. Oh okay? He's going he to have to deal with that. Damn, that's all If my toes work, then he's going to have to deal with that. Okay? We're not about to. We're not gonna do that just because I feel like when you go outside of that, I still got a chance of losing. Oh my still, god! I mean, it doesn't matter how much. It doesn't matter how much somebody look. Listen, I, I was it's really just about, physical to him. Let me let me, let me put it this way, because I I was about to get real personal. <laughs> it doesn't matter, and I'm about to cry because this this is real stuff. It doesn't matter how much somebody say they love you if they are willing to put your relationship at risk because that's still a risk to me mm-hmm. if they're willing to do that or go outside of the marriage or the relationship to get something they need that's not for me okay okay break this down and i got to get you on this part and i gotta 
there's somebody I know, okay, a very lady who just says, I'm not giving oral sex. Married to this dude, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and, I'll, the lady, I will set you a person that's going to get your head. You ain't getting no head from this mouth. I'll, I, sh- they arrange it. They arrange it. Oh, no. That's uh, and they, 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 they want us. They arrange it. I'm not, I'm not giving, I'm never going to give it. I'm not going to do it. But I'll get you one of these hoes. To do it. No. In that situation, that's totally different. She I need to break down and go and get over that fear it, or whatever it is no and do what she needs to do. Anyway. I mean, there's somebody like with maids and all kinds. This lady just, just up at it. Please that man, as, as I'm sure he pleases her. And she not so. up mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Please and thank you. Okay. Please okay. and thank you. So flip it. Let's say you're with a guy. He goes to prison for life. You still going to get married. But he still love you. You still gonna. You still gonna. That's still gonna be your dude, even when you move on. You still talking to that man when you get married. Are you cutting him off? Like if you, you know. The system broke up. You broke up you I bet it was. But you know, life. What about hey. twenty years? Could you wait for my twenty years? Could you do ten years? No. Ten. Ten. No. No. I really think it I kinda think it depends on the person too. Because there are some people who don't need I feel you, but if you got needs and there are some people who don't have Okay, but if they you really got don't. Needs. They really don't. I'm not one of those people. But there are some people who feel like I'm beyond. There are people that I know, married couple, been together so many years. They probably have slept together in over 20 years, mm. and they live in the same house. There are a lot of and people. I don't know how they do it. I pray for them. I say I don't know how you do it. They live in the same house, sleep in the same bed. That's just the way it is. And I say, you know, I don't know. How they do that, that couldn't work for me. Mm-mm. I get anxious after a week. I'm like, wait a minute. You are laying beside me. And yep. you- <laughs> but-, but I think that's because it's been so long. It's kind of like if you've never had it before, you don't miss what you've never had. And so I think there's a certain point, like I was talking about the, the celibacy thing, There's there are some people that can go without because they've been without it for so long. And so they have other ways to meet the needs that they desire it may not be a sexual need it may be an intimacy need but it's not sexual it could be just cuddling holding hands enjoying each other's company that that kind of stuff because even you know older people who don't do those things there are lots of people in this world that are like that we may not think of it because we're we're young and we're like oh we could never go without but in reality there are some people who can go without that because their needs are being met in other areas. I'm just not going to I got you. I got that. So that's facts. On top yeah. of facts on that one. Well, I got, I'm going to do that. All right. It is that part where y'all have been in the cigar lounge right here with us. You got to hear as we close out on colorism. You got two episodes on acknowledging 
hearing, listening, knowing what you can do and identify when you see yourself or see colorism in others or see examples of this. Notice and knowing that we were pit against each other and then we turn around and pit each other against each other. But I hope that I was able to give you some humor along with that because I had a ball and I got to help my fellas out this hearing us that we know that we are in a war that we cannot win, we shall not win, we will never win. But just know on Halloween, a harlot should dress like a slut and thou shalt not be called a name the following day. So I got to plug in you already know we got her excellence. Ladies, if you're hearing this and you need to step your game up, you feel like, you know what I'm saying, you playing a good round of golf, you can go a couple, but you can add a couple of new swings to your thing or just a couple maneuvers or there's products or there's things or there's, you can talk about some things or get over what you can't get over if it's with using your mouth or not. You have access to that, her excellence. She handles it all, and you might need to drink some of that drink. Some of y'all so uptight. I'm gonna say this right now. What y'all need to do is get a bite of some of them gummy worms, or get some of that goddamn juice and get loose. If you know what I'm saying. Sometimes y'all just need to get that juice in your system. That's all I'm gonna say. Turn it up, drink it, then lay it down. Y'all know. And this is one of the. Listen, I have not had a sip of alcohol at all. This is how I get down. So I just want y'all to know, man, we got Alice and Super Jordan. You doing the poetry. She got a poetry thing coming up at Wild Wing. She got books out, good books. I mean, she's in the game with a lot of different things. Miss Little, plug in what you do. Tell Plug in what you do. Tell us where we can find you. If you got a business, something you went to, or if you're just here for conversation, then just keep a conversation and just come back. Where can we find you? Well, I am on Facebook as Regina Little and also as the Nurturing Group. I have a nonprofit organization called okay. the Nurturing Group. And we do parenting classes and youth mentoring because we want to bind the communication between the parent and the child in the home. Okay. So as we bind that communication, it can flow into the community and we have a better relationship and knowledge of how we're supposed to respond in the community as we grow in the house y'all heard that that's some powerful stuff y'all got that y'all got the connection that's what this is about it's about tagging and plugging in if y'all didn't know this happened i'm glad to know there's people that's plugging in about parenting how to break that part down and become better because it does start with a home so much stuff does happen the home life affects so much outside of them to know that there's people into that uh, let me ask you a question. So how does that break down? If I know somebody or if I see something, how can I plug what I know? Or if I see something, like what what can I send to you or how can I bring something to your organization? If I see a parent or a new parent that's coming up or somebody going through hardship, how does that work? They can connect us through Facebook, which is the Nurturing Group, or they can go to the nurturinggroup.org, which is our website. Um, if we advertise our parenting classes on there, our youth mentoring classes, they can connect connect with me directly if i'm not able to handle their situation i have staff that i can put in place for them to connect to as well okay are these are these like uh new mothers or how does work we are across the board we want the whole entire family okay. to be even if it's grandparents that are new to, parents yeah. to new to, to this Got new you. generation that they're trying to understand okay so That's being deep. able to bond that communication between that child and that guardian Okay. As well. So they can reach out to us on the nurturinggroup.org. Okay. Y'all heard that. Y'all heard that. 
uh Devise, tell me what's going down with Halloween. Are you are you serving these drinks? What you got? You got events? What's going on? What's what's kinky? What's the kinkiest thing popping? Well, I well, um, there is going to be a big Halloween party in Myrtle Beach that um uh that these skin. I don't know if anyone knows him. He's a really a big um promoter, a big promoter in the upstate. Um, he does different events. Um, and he's gonna have a big Halloween party down in um in Myrtle Beach. So okay. um, he's having a pool party, and um, I served drinks last year. So okay. he asked me to come back and do the drinks again this year, so I will be serving my drinks. So you serving the drinks, so what's up with gummy bears? Um, whew, those are... This is y'all gonna look. laugh when I tell you who call his guys call him by the video game just so they know oh. we play man and they waiting on me to play a oh. game <laughs> and that's what's funny that's funny but it's a group of us like fellas gonna fellowship we gonna hang out with our guys online now because there's so much stuff and we go to where our folks can't play cards together without shooting each other doing some stuff it's just bad I'm just gonna dress up and say the love is where you get with people your homeboys as it takes new all us. We may not be together at the same point in life. Yeah. Our family, our wives, our kids, everybody else is downstairs and everything. And we still right there in the house with our family. You need us, call us, meet us to move, kill a bug or whatever. We might be upstairs, but we in the household. I'm just going to throw that out there. That sometimes the best thing that me and these guys do, it keep us in the house. It ain't keeping mm -hmm. us from trouble. It's keeping me right in my damn house where I enjoy being at. And, and, and it is what it is. But god knows i mean anytime if i'm going anywhere i'm i'm always going to new spots i'm always visiting new places but i like being home and i like having my bonus room with my all my exotic pets and all kind of shit that's up there my art and i can paint do everything i'm doing it all up there i don't need to go out nowhere else and do it but i do like stepping out and finding new places so so far as the thing and far as the tips what tips do you have for these harlots on uh <laughs> on, on halloween let's just, just give them a tip on something that they can do when they come back from that party drunk and they trying to throw it on somebody or they trying to get somebody to finally accept to be their boyfriend is there anything watching this shit this girl was married to this guy wait till the next show i ain't even gonna cover this i think it's a 100 bullshit and we can do a live we can do a live chat on the phone we need to discuss this whack-ass tv show it's called it's sex called life. sex life this lady was with this man married he did everything right and all of a sudden she got a twitch in her crotch she got an itch in her crotch start thinking about this ex-boyfriend that turned her ass out and she messed up on a good thing and she can't stop thinking about this dude and stalking the dude wanting this guy to see her and everything it's a stupid ass show on netflix i ain't watching but just the realistic part of how bad she got some problems and this guy is just as stupid because he catching and finding videos that she 
talking to this ex. She ain't even letting him beat, but he's trying to get just as dirty because this guy had her doing sex everywhere. They did all kind of nasty shit, and he's a good dude. And he's like a real nice guy. So he trying to be dirty and get down to the level that he at. So he trying to do some issues where we will follow up on that. It's some dumb shit. You just need to say it's called sex life. And I mean, this dude, this ex is like knocking down her best friends and everybody she hang with. Like he knocking the black girls, white girls, everybody down, right? Wow. And she like just got this itch. All of a sudden while she cutting grass, she starts fingering <laughs> oh, oh my God, I missed that thing. This is some stuff. It is, it is on some other shit. And at the end of it, you'd be like, well, it's all worth this bullshit. So I'm gonna leave it at that because I don't even want to talk. Fuck that movie. Fuck that show. Okay. So Alice, plug in where they can find you, where they can get you with your poems. Anything you want to share. I know because of what you do, you ain't got to just say what you want to say so they can find you and we plugging it out. Let's go. I have books there on Amazon. I mean, y'all can check those out under my maiden name, Allison Suber, and my married name. I mean, my maiden name, Allison Jordan, married name. Alice and Subin, I have three books coming out, The ABCs of Marriage. I have Uncovered, that's coming out, a fiction book. And then I have um, um, a book titled Into the Lion's Den that's coming out. Hopefully in the next few months, all three will be on Amazon for y'all to check out. All right, all right. Well, shout out to the 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge for letting us do what we do. And we got a real good combo. Had a great episode. And just so y'all know, I hope y'all caught everything, caught these jewels that's been dropped. And just value different opinions. We got four different personalities. We got five people in here, but that's four different personalities that's just that you can just go off and grow off of and, and everything like that. And that's what this is about. Um, beware. You guys know that I got a new shirt coming out. So my followers are called Master Debaters. And I can't wait to have my master debater shirts. I want a shirt that's going to say master debater right there. And that's what we about. We are the master debaters. And I want somebody to see me at a restaurant that think that shirt say what they think it say. And by the time they get to me, they're going to look like a pure ass fool. And they say, why are you wearing it? Oh, that's his debater. Got your dumb ass. Master debater. So I'm hollering out. I can't wait. For my master debater shirts out. Let me ask y'all this. Would y'all wear tie-dye shirts with that or something? I want to go black with the yellow font that kind of look like Pornhub. I want to go master debater. Black with yellow. I'm coming up with the long sleeve with the master. It got to be black with yellow popping off. It got to pop off. So the master debater shirts will be coming out really soon. I got to get y'all some podcast shirts. You'll see that's what we do. The master debater goes. I, 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 it hit me like an idea, and I'm like, where are my master debaters at? My master debaters. <laughs> out, Yo, what's up, master debaters? I miss y'all, boom, boom. So we are officially the master debaters, and this is the I'm Here to Argue podcast. We don't got some good top flight cigars. We get that 312. We already got, well, we're getting that. I need to get some of that juice anyway before I go on Halloween. I know I'm hitting you if I need that on your ass juice. Y'all know what I call on your ass. And uh, we get ready to pop. We got some good stuff going on. But I enjoyed y'all. Love y'all. Rock with y'all. Get ready for this episode. We're going to be tagging and plugging and doing everything we do. And last but not least, I appreciate you. This is the I'm Here to Argue podcast. This is Wide America. Shout out to Dub Print. Like, you know what we do. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it doing. And get ready because the next episode, we will be talking about the uh, Dorman uh, uh, riot. And people that want to enjoy, people that want to engage listening, and people that have experience on that, reach out to me so I can get your story on what you saw in there, all right? 
God bless y'all. And you know how we send this thing off on the count of three. Y'all know the noise. One, two, three. Bam, bam, bam. Fox Tower,